Good morning, good morning. This is Justin Spear with Just In Time To Focus. We're brought to you by Team Spear Media. And I just want to go ahead and let you guys know, uh, this episode is going to be all about what it took or what I went through. And the truth of the matter is, is I'll tell you right now, I had to die before I could really live. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get into the story and what that means. But, you know, by the age of 16, I had overdosed on cocaine. Um, you know, had a, a hard hard time growing up, grew up around a lot of drugs, um, a, a lot of, uh, you know, just illegal activity period, you know, come from a family where that's heavy in my background. It really is, um, you know, but I had to, to literally die before I could really live, you know, and the truth of the matter is, is I tried as hard as I could to just live life on as close to the edge or out there as I could because I thought I didn't care if I died. Um, I thought I didn't care that I wouldn't be here for the people that love me anymore. And I wouldn't be a part of this earth. And, you know, at that time in my life when I was 16, I was wrapped up in, you know, a lot of really bad things, bad places. And, you know, I was selling drugs. I was just doing all kinds of really awful things. And the truth of the matter is, is I thought I had no fear whatsoever. But when I look back now as an adult, I was afraid of everything. I was so afraid that I had to pretend not to be afraid. To, to put myself out there as somebody who was afraid of nothing. And, you know, people used to just say, man, you're crazy. And I, I wanted that so that people, you know, they never had to check that fear box with me. They never had to come and say, you know, what are you really afraid of? And truthfully, more than that, I never really had to look at myself and ask myself in the mirror and say, what are you really afraid of, you know? And I was afraid of a million different things. I had a million different fears. There's a million different types of fears that I lived off that fueled me. You know, the the fear of people finding out what my family really was. You know, it's not everybody knew or I thought everybody didn't know. The fear that I was so scared and so beat down into the poverty mentality that I thought I was never worthy. You know, uh, my dad never was around. He was never here. He, he said I was a mistake from day one. You know, he denied me from day one, never was around. So I've been a bastard since day one. And you know what? At a certain point, I had to stop caring about that. I had to stop using that as an excuse or a crutch. And I had to realize something, that their mistakes, that our parents' mistakes, my mom, my dad, their mistakes, their way of life, does not define me. It does not define who I am. It does not define where I come from. It just defines what they were capable of doing the best they could at that time. Because they thought that was the best they could do, believe it or not. And I had to, I had to grow and heal from that. You know? Um, so at 16, yes, I, I, one night just went crazy. I wasn't trying to die. People asked me, was I trying to commit suicide? No, I was just crazy. And I partied like a rock star at 16 years old. I overdosed and I ended up in the back of an ambulance. They had to hit me with defibrillator twice, um, brought me to the hospital. And there, you know, that's when the journey began. That's when I woke up and I knew that I had a bigger purpose and that I was missing out. You know, I had to wake up and look at my mom bawling and she was losing it and telling, you know, just about to, she's, she's about to lose it right there in the hospital. And, uh, enough of God was in me to just gather myself and calm her down. And the crazy thing is walking out of that hospital, I had never felt so empty or hollow. 
And I'm sure, you know, the overdose played a huge part in that, but my soul was hollow because you took the fact away that, you know, I knew I was done selling drugs. I knew that I was done doing drugs, you know, at that point. I was just, I woke up and I knew. And um, walking to the, to the car with my parents, you know, who were still high at the time, um, and going home to get high some more, and uh, just out of nowhere, the sky was completely clear. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. The moon was shining. It was late at night. It was like one or two in the morning by the time I was released from the hospital that night. And it just rained. And my parents got in the car and I just stood there. I didn't have a shirt on. I mean, I got taken to the hospital in my shorts, you know, so I didn't have a shirt on. I'm just standing there in my shorts and it's just raining on me and I can feel God telling me that, you know, you have a bigger purpose. I put you here for a bigger purpose. And that's when I knew. That's when I knew what they were and what they wanted to be and all they aspired to be will never define me. It won't define me. Your parents and what they did to you, around you, for you, or not for you does not define you. And, and I'll give you some, some therapy that's, that save you a, a lot of money. Our parents fuck us up. And that's what happens. My mom fucked me up doing drugs with me. My dad abandoning me from day one fucked me up. And it made things not okay. You know, but I had to recognize that and I had to heal from it. And unfortunately, I didn't do it at 16. I didn't heal because I didn't know how. No, I didn't get help, but I did get better. And I got better enough to start leading a life. I left home. I got my GED. I left school. You know, I was working a job. Ended up doing pretty well. You know, um, stayed in the restaurant business, you know, for a lot of years. And that's what I did. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know, and then I became a dad at 22. And that changed everything. That changed everything. My, my kids saved my life because they gave me a why. They gave me a why that was bigger than me for the first time ever in my life. I had something that was so much bigger than me that I had to manage and take care of. And I had to look at them every day and realize what could I do better. So I had to die to really live, but I had to die to really appreciate that. And I had to die to really appreciate the fact that every single moment on this earth is so precious. Every single moment in life is so precious. And sometimes, sometimes I feel like we just look at so much of the negative and we're so focused on it that you can't even feel or see the positive that's going on around you. And I'm guilty of it myself. But sometimes I got to stop back and I have to analyze. And when I'm in that place of non-gratitude and I'm angry or I'm frustrated or things are not going the way I want, I have to stop and list all the things I'm grateful for. Sometimes I even have to write it down and say I am grateful for every single thing. And I mean, I'm talking everything. I say I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the people around me that care. I'm grateful for coffee. I'm grateful. (laughs) You name it. I'm grateful. The creator that created us didn't create us to lose or fail or fall forever. He created us to lose and fail to learn and try again and do better. See, the goal is I don't have to be better than you. I don't have to be better than the actors and the athletes and the politicians. I just have to be a little better today than I was yesterday. I have to put in the work. To make sure, because faith without works is dead. That means you can believe in something so much, but if you don't pull any action, 
If you don't bring action to the plan, it's just a dream. Dreams without goals are just dreams, but dreams with goals become a plan. A plan that now has action instigates movement. It really does. So, you know, when I talk about and I get on these things and I want to tell people so much and I just, I will tell you sometimes I had to, I had to die to live and I hope you don't have to do the same. I hope you can hear this and realize how precious it is. I hope you can hear this and understand how much life really means. I hope you can hear this and understand that you, no matter what your role, no matter how bad things are, no matter where you are, you play such an important part in people's lives. Even though people that think the world would be better off without them, I promise there's people that love you right now that do not feel that way. They do not feel that the world would be better off without you because you are amazing. You are special and God created you to be special. And you are. You know, somebody asked on a website the other day, said, what do you want to be remembered for? What do you want to be remembered for? What a great question. What a great question. What do I want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for helping as many people as I can find their themselves. I want to find, help as many people as I can be the best version of themselves. And I know I talk about that a lot, but it's so important to me. It's so important for me to offer the best version of myself to my kids so that they have the best chance on this earth to be the best version of themselves and give that to somebody else because it's so much so much is take and take and take. And what do we get in life these days? And that is the, the, the premise of everything that goes on. And it's almost taught once you get in school that you have, it's a competition you have to take. And it's not. We have to work together. The only way we can make it through this is together. Alone we will die. Together we will survive. And I'm a true believer in that. I need people. You need people. It doesn't matter what your business is. It requires people. It requires people to either use or buy your product or service. It requires people to like or talk about you. It requires people to use their hard-earned money for your service or product, whatever it is that you're creating. But whatever it is that you're creating and whatever your business is or whatever your passion is, that's your gift. That's what you are here on this earth to do, is give that gift. So I implore you, I really implore you, don't wait until you die to really live. And what I mean by that is wake up every day and exercise. Don't wait to exercise till you go to the doctor and they tell you your heart is bad or that you're, you're on a path of destruction and you're going to have serious health complications, the mind will follow the body. And that is a fact. And the body will follow the mind. And you have to keep that... In, in check at all times. I personally believe that it is mind, body, and soul, and all three of those working in a trifecta is what makes us happy, fulfilled, successful humans. And there is a science to it. Fulfillment is a science. It is really a science. It is not just throwing darts at the board and rolling the dice with your life every day. We have things that have to be done. We have to work. We have to earn. We, we have things that demand things of us. Okay, they demand what we do. They demand where we are. I, I believe that's one part of the trifecta. And then I, I think there are things that 
We just don't. We refuse. We fight. We can't do. And that's a part of it. Failing. Losing. Not, not getting exactly what you want and having to work through it. And the other part of that is finding some kind of pleasure, some kind of happiness, some kind of relief, some kind of escape. But that has to be the smallest part of your life. I'm asking you right now, is escape, the, is it equal to everything else you do? Do you go home and drink as much as you work? Do you go and party as much as you do things with your kids? Because you are escaping from something that's really there. And that can't be. When the escape is minimalized to just a portion and the other two things are really what you focus on, I find that humans find themselves very fulfilled in life. I know I do. I will say the best thing that ever happened to me is accepting the fact that I will fail and learning to love the process of failing. Because it's, you're just building muscle. It's the same as doing push-ups every day. It's the same as if you did push-ups till where you failed and you couldn't even do one more push-up. You just gained strength. You just gave your body vital energy to do more, to be more. There are people counting on you. I promise you, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you are, somebody is counting on you to do more than they could or to be fully capable of your capabilities and meet that right where it needs to be to get things done, to exceed expectations, to live beyond what people thought you could do, to do more because you are more. You are great. You are amazing and it's time to believe it. <clears throat> if you have a business you want to start, if you have a dream, now's the time. People will tell you this is the worst time to start a business ever. I think it's the opposite. I think this is the best time to get out there and start a business. I think America needs more people to start a business. I think we need to start so many businesses and be successful that they don't regulate what success gets to be for the average blue-collar person anymore. I think we do that so much that the average blue-collar term just goes away. They don't want that. They don't want that. The people on the top don't want a middle class and they don't of course they don't it's not a conspiracy it's always been this way it's not a conspiracy it's been this way since the beginning of time since there was a currency since one man could pick up another a stick and tell another man what to do or he was going to hit him with that stick there has been this it's time to get over that stuff how do we conquer how do we thrive how do we survive together how do we not let other people die so they can find out how to live how do we live first and show them how? I'm asking you right now, what do you do? What do you do to give more than you take? What do you do in your heart when nobody's looking to give more to your kids, to give more to your students, to give more to your parents, to give more to the people that count on you, the people that are really going to be there when nobody else is? Because let me tell you, when you're up on top of the mountain, everybody's there. But when you fall and you're at that bottom... They're hard to find. People are hard to find in that bottom. And I'm a true believer of that. Maintain your ability to fight through when you're on the bottom and being alone. And it'll be so much easier to fight when you get on top. Sometimes I'm a true believer that just admitting surrender 
and admitting that there is fear and admitting that the fear is not real because fear is something that's happened in my past or something I believe is going to happen in my future, but it is not happening right now. And it doesn't mean that fear of a shark or a tiger isn't real. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fear that keeps you from doing the things that you're supposed to do. The fear that tells you you're supposed to be just a a worker. The fear that tells you you can't go start that business. The fear that tells you you can't get out there and be better than you are. The fear that keeps you where you're at, but you know deep inside you that you yearn for something different. That's the stuff I'm talking about. That's who I want to reach. I don't care if a million people get on here and they want to laugh and they want to make fun and they want to talk. If I reach five people and five people really get helped, I'm okay with that. I really am. I really, really, I'm okay with that. That's fine. I don't mind it. So with everything going on in the world, with everything that we're facing, with everything that we're looking at, I'm asking you. I'm asking you to really look deep inside yourself and ask yourself, what am I doing? to really live or what am I really doing to die I really am getting up every day and I'm either choosing to start living or I'm choosing to start dying we will never be here in this moment again this moment is so precious and so is the next and the next and the one that follows that and that's how we have to live that's how I have to live you live however you want whatever makes you happy you know, if, if, if that kind of life makes you happy, then I'm all for you because I'm really about human happiness. But I'm also, like Tony Robbins says, I'm a hunter in human excellence. I want to find the most excellent part of people and bring it out in them because that's where the, the magic happens. That's the true gift. That's the thing that's so great. That's the thing that people don't talk about anymore. It's the human spirit. That thing is what sparks this imagination, this greatness, all the wonderful things that are going on. Nobody talks about those enough. There's so much good going on in the world, and it's the human spirit that brings that. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Folks out there today, be as kind as you can, okay? Things are hard. Times are hard. Be as kind as you can. You never know when your kind words are going to change somebody's life. You might be the reason that person doesn't commit suicide today. You might be the reason that person doesn't go home and beat their wife or husband today. You might be the reason they treat their kids a little better. Be kind. You might be the reason that their mental health didn't go over the edge that day. Be kind. I always say kick ass, take names, but be kind. I loved Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse when he says, take them outside, but be nice. You're going to fight? That's fine. Fight. But be nice. Take names. Kick ass. But be kind. And I implore you. Dig deep inside yourself. What do you want? What are you dreaming of? What do you really want inside yourself? And I'm begging you right now, don't make the same mistake I did, even if you're 40. I'm 39 years old. Well, I turned 39 this Valentine's Day. All right? I turned 39 and I'm asking you, I'm begging you if I know you. All my Katie Tigers, all my, my people I went to high school with, if you can, I hope you can hear this. I wish you hear this one day. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't let your body get out of control. Don't let your mind get out of control. You are amazing and the world needs you. No matter who you are and where you are, we need you to be the most amazing version of yourself. So please, don't wait till you die till you live. 
Y'all have a great day. It is Thursday. Please, if you like this, please share it. Leave me a review. Share, share, share this thing like crazy so it helps as many people as possible. This is Justin Spear. I am the host of Justin Time to Focus. And we are brought to you by Team Spear Media and the Anchor app. And I just wanted to say I love every single one of y'all. Y'all go out. Have a great day. Do amazing things.